Okay, so it is February 24th, 2021. I'm at like maybe three recordings today now. So that's telling me that I am like hardcore in PMS. That means I am about to have my menstrual cycle flow through. But before that, I'm a little bit psycho. A little bit psycho. A little bit psycho means I am like high emotions, feeling upset about everything that anybody says, and just very unrealistic about my expectations about everything. And a part of that is also in this high strung mentality of like, I don't know what parents did before. Maybe it was because they beat their kids all the time and kids were like terrified of parents because they knew they were gonna get the strip or they were gonna get a leather or whatever instrument. My instrument was the feather duster. You knew that if something happened, you had to run away because you were gonna get the feather duster, right? It was like, they were like, you better not do that because otherwise I'm gonna chase after you with this feather duster. And then you're like, oh no, not the feather duster, right? Like, and it was like, that was it, right? Even though I don't even actually ever remember actually getting hurt by a feather duster, it was just always like this, this rainbow feather duster. It was like, it was there as like this pretend weapon because clearly my parents never feather dusted anything, right? Like, but it was always behind the door just in case. Uh, and it was, it's like funny around the parents, like we kind of pretend like, like when one of the parents, like, especially like a very tight through parent, she'll be like, Hey, um, principal, if you could just like hang like a leather strap at your office, then I could tell my child, like, since I'm not allowed to like hurt her if she does something wrong, if you could just, if I could just tell her that you have a leather strip at your house or like at your office, just in case if she were to do something wrong, like maybe I could just tell her that so that she like does something right at like sometimes, right? Anyways, that was like her on a bad day. But anyways, like here I am in this situation where it's like, I need help with stuff, right? Because like clearly, like it's like hard for me to figure out because I think in the past parents had this thing where it, they were always clear with their kids, how much money they had, how much little they had and all of this stuff, it was always clear. Like the kids always knew exactly how their finances were as a family, exactly how much resources they had, all this stuff because they were with their family they were with their parents all the time. So they always would hear how their parents talked about everything, right? To do with their lives. And so it was like in all of these old books that I read with kids and parents, it's like the kids knew how poor they were all the time. They just knew it. They just knew how poor they were. And so they acted accordingly, you know, like they knew not to waste things because they, they knew that they didn't know if they would have it tomorrow. So they just knew that they knew not to waste food, supplies, anything. They just took care of that. And it was the same with me. Like I clearly knew how much finances my parents had. Like to the point where it was like, I knew that like the, the amount that I had today was always a miracle. Like every day was a miracle. How much food we had to eat, how much clothes we had. Cause clearly my parents maybe only bought me clothes like once every five years. <laughs> and everything else we ever got was always given to us by like hand-me-downs or whatever. And then the food that we would get would always be like apples and oranges. Like, and then, and then that was it, right? Like, unless if it was all the food storage stuff that we would get. But the only thing they would actually buy, like, regularly was, like, apples and oranges, like, every week. But every other thing they got was, like, hardcore food storage stuff. So that gave me a feel for, like, what the situation was, like, pretty clearly. It was, like, yeah, like, my parents don't have, like, so much resources to just go and buy something on the whim at any 
any desire like, oh, hey, I want to, I want this. So I'll just go and get it. Right. And so like, I'm just so fascinated with these people that, that tend to be in a spender mentality. Like where I'm talking about it right now in my marriage class, where it's like, it's, it's this idea where it's like, you're either a spender or you're a saver. That's how they talk about it. It's like, you're either a spender or a saver. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what? Like, Because in my mind, I always grew up as a saver, I guess. Like, if I'm going to categorize myself like that. But I kind of always believed everybody grew up that way, right? Like, you always grow up in a way where you kind of feel like everything you have, you need to put it away just in case, right? You don't just put it in a situation where you would not have any of it left, right? And I think I just always had that. It's like, anytime I had pennies, I would save enough so I had 15 pennies. So then I had, like... 1,500 pennies in my stash because I had taken the time to collect that much and put it away so that I could count it every day and, and add one more penny to it. It was just so much fun to add one more penny to have so much more, right? And and so it never occurred to me to like use up all the pennies so that I would like have none left. But but at the same time, I I also felt like I was the spender of the family compared to, let's say, my sister, who had way more than me, but probably because she was five years older, so she had way more capacity to do that. So anyways, here I was with my 1,500 pennies thinking, oh dear, like I'm like so frivolous to like spend five cents here at like this random store to get such and such item, whatever, right? And like, I don't know when I'm going to get that five cents back or whatever, right? Like I'd always kind of had that mindset it was like yeah and then once I started my job with like flyers or whatever I always had this thing like oh this is what I'm gonna do for this many years so I could have ten thousand dollars saved up by the time I want to move out so that that'll be like my free ticket out it's like at least I'll be able to survive for a year after I like leave my house whatever right and like like that, that was my thought process all the time and then when I didn't have the amount saved up I stayed home for a year so I could save up the last amount to have that amount like so that I could leave right and so here I am in this situation I know I'm in a family where like everybody's 10 and under right so I get it I get that nobody really gets that until they're probably 18 because like in the way that I was raised I was it was all clear to me by the time I was like nine by the time I was nine, I pretty much had to already be grown up in my mind and be like, hey, I need to do everything I can possible so that I can be an adult as soon as possible, right? And be able to be as responsible as an adult in every aspect of my life. And so I, I was like kind of rushed into that in some ways. So I understand that I have like a family of 10 and unders and they are not as rushed. Like clearly it's that way because I would be working my tail off and then I'd go and visit with friends from school and they had no idea. They would just be wasting everything they had. They would just be mad at their parents all the time and they would just be wasting away their time being so self-centered and self-entitled and everything to the point where they would never pick up a job. They would never, like their parents paid for everything and they just kind of expected it. They just expected a handout all the time. Whereas from the time I was nine, I clicked in and I realized I'm like, my parents will not be able to afford anything that I want ever. Like, like I might want something, but they just won't be able to because they are immigrants. They are barely making it by. They are a miracle situation anyways. So like clearly I need to step it up in my game because I am the one responsible for my life. So it's like that's kind of how I always thought. And then everybody else around me, they were in this little bubble and I don't know how they were able to cope once they turned 18 and figured out like, oh, 
I'm an adult and like, I don't know how it's fit. Like I know for some people, you know, their parents gave them a suitcase when they were 17 and said, hey, it's time for you to grow up now. And then it was like this big shock, like what? Since what? Like when did I have to like start making my own money and like be able to then like create a livelihood for myself and all of this stuff. Like it wasn't really something that like, I, I'm kind of creating it up right now because I'm, I'm not really sure. Like I haven't had these clear conversations with other people very much because around that time I was almost also in my like very focused, laser sharp focused life because I didn't want to get caught up with other people's perspectives because by the time I was 18, people still were like that. They were going and hanging out at the great and spacious building restaurants and just like not wearing any clothes and you know, like just like living a life where they were just like totally getting all cut up with addictions and all of these kinds of things. And I was like, what in the world are you guys doing? Like first in the first of all, you're not even taking the time to really like own your life. Two, like you're just letting your parents give you everything and just like think that that's gonna be for the rest of your life. And then three, like you're just wasting away your time. Like you're just wasting it. And, and, and like for what? So that you can like end up at a hospital one day wondering why do you have so many drugs in your body, so much alcohol, so much like where'd all your clothes go? And just like what? For what? Like for nothing. And so it's like I just like wonder to myself. I'm like what is it that helps people get from a point of like, hey, like, this is what my life situation is. This is what I'm going to do to take care of, like, take full responsibility for it as much as I can, like, but also have faith in Jesus Christ, of course, and the Lord, and that they're really the ones that provide that kind of a life. And then to be able to, like, do that, you know, to self-actualize a life of their dreams, of who they actually wanted to be before they came to this earth and, like, actually live that. Like, I have no idea because like, I just feel like I'm like a one-off kind of a person out of everybody in my peer group of everybody I know, like from what before, maybe a handful of us are kind of on this kind of a path where we have kids and we're kind of just like doing our best to figure out parent life and like all of this kind of stuff. But everybody else is like, they're all just kind of like hanging around, just hanging around, right? Like, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, so I guess I'm just kind of in the situation. I used to be very hardcore about this. It's like, you know, like when I had like my oldest, like two-year-old or whatever, we already had like a job chart and we were like, oh yeah, we're going to like check it off every day and da, 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 da. And we did it for like, I don't know, a couple years or something. And then after a while I had to peter off because I was getting a little bit crazy about it. I was a little bit crazy. And like, like I was so grateful to read this book that said something about like rewards and punishments and how it's so like damaging to people when it's being micromanaged from another source outside from themselves just taking ownership for it and then creating their own system kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I could, I could understand that. Like I could understand it because it works for me when I make it for myself, right? Or I look for a mentor to be able to create one together, right? But if it was like given to me as like some kind of like crazy rule system that I wasn't even a part of making or whatever, it would make no sense at all, right? So I'm just like, yeah, I petered off from it. And then for the last, I don't know, like, eight years or so, I, we just didn't have a system. And then after a little while, I was like, you know, like COVID started and I was like, you know, it could be helpful to, to get that started again. But I really didn't focus on it with like younger people. It was actually just for me because I figured out, I was like, you know what? I'm learning that I'm very type one and I'm learning if I don't get serious about anything in my life, 
I will literally probably end up in jail because I will just kind of float around and just kind of like not follow any rules and just kind of do nothing. And like, and do nothings will just end up in a place where they will do nothing in a place all by themselves kind of thing. Like that's kind of my mentality. I'm sure it's kind of this like simplified version of what goes on. But what I realized is like, hey, I am very type one. If I don't do anything about that, I will just end up in a place where I'm totally consumed in a space of total garbage dump and I will have no idea how to get out of it, right? And and I love how in that parenting book, it's like, hey, um, if you have a type one child, make sure they have limited stuff, right? Like, and so I applied that to myself. I was like, I need to have limited stuff. I cannot just go to every single garage sale and every single sale possible and just pick everything up. Like I just cannot do that to myself because I believe in having relationships first for relationships with stuff that I don't even know how to take care of in the first place, right? So it's like, okay, what can I do about that? So then I was like, oh, let's create a little job chart. So then I can say, hey, let's just do this job one day, this job the next. Because before I was in this crazy space where it was like, hey, let's clean the whole house and deep clean the whole house every single day. And then when I started doing that, I was like, what in the world? Like, who does this? Because, like, I would try to do it, but then I would be like, okay, honestly, it takes me two weeks, maybe even a month to actually deep clean a space. Like, I might be able to deep clean, like, one square foot a day. Like, like that's the way it was, especially at the time that I started thinking that way. My husband would be gone for, like, weeks at a time or whatever, and I was by myself with, like, little kids like three and under or four and under five and under and like and of course they're just doing their thing and they don't get what I get about like how I need it it, like orderly to a certain level so that I can just like breathe and do the next thing and um so then I thought okay well I'm not gonna do that again I'm not gonna put myself in a situation where I think oh well I need to deep clean the whole house every 24 hours just because it's a new rule that I've created for myself like like why would I suffocate myself that way um so now what I've created is like this system where it's like okay once once a week if I can just do one room once a week, let's try that out. So it's been kind of fascinating because at first I tried it and maybe I did one room a week and I didn't do any of the other rooms. I just chose one of the things once a week and I just did that. And then gradually I think I kind of worked up to maybe two rooms a week, three rooms, four rooms, and it stayed at the three or four rooms for a while. And then I think like recently, I feel like I've done one room per day per week for a little bit, like maybe a week, maybe a couple weeks. And it's super fascinating. So it's like, I'm kind of in this phase where it's like, I'm just barely getting by, even like following that system for myself, let alone being able to communicate with with other people that are like younger than me, that I'm supposed to be some kind of leader for, um, like even a parent for, like I don't know how I ever got past like the check mark, like, like I'm sure there's some kind of a, like, um, what do they call it? Like a border, like a border, what do they call it? It's, it's like when you go to the border and you have to cross it and you have to answer all these questions from like some kind of border officer person. I don't know how I got past the border officer person to get permission to be a parent because clearly I am not a parent. Like apparently I'm not a parent. Like it's like, I just like this little girl 
in this 31-year-old body that somehow was able to get by and be like, Heavenly Father, please give me five kids because I just want to have a lot of fun with them. Like, and like, I'm going to pretend that I can be with him, but really I'm just going to feed them food and then we're going to go on walks. And that's just what I'm going to do. And then we're going to go and do all the other fun stuff that they think about and then we're going to eat some more food. And then I'm going to struggle a lot with the whole cleaning thing. I'm sure, but I'm sure something's going to figure out about that. And, and we're going to struggle a little bit about like knowing how to take care of them all the time, like 24 hours a day. Cause I didn't even know that babies cried. Like I just didn't know. Right. Like I just thought that me being this parent would be like reading books and being like this babysitter and just like doing it like you know, 40 hours a week, kind of like I would, you know, like getting paid for it kind of stuff. And, and I just thought it would just be like so much fun. Right. And then here I am just kind of figuring out life and being like, yeah. So this whole cleanup thing, it's like, I try to do it where it's like, I try to clean up and I try to do it. And I'm like 31. Right. Like, and I maybe only been kind of doing it for like two weeks after trying to do it for like the last nine months. And, and it's a process. So it's like, how do I even begin to then talk to other people and be like, hey, so uh, we're supposed to do this room this day? <laughs> it's like, um, excuse me, today is the day to do the kitchen because I'm in charge. <laughs> it's like, how am I supposed to do that? When I'm the one that's like, actually, I don't want to do the kitchen, you do the kitchen. I'll just sit and watch you do the kitchen because clearly I don't even want to do it myself. <laughs> but, but I have to somehow become this person. Like, why? Like, could I just not? Like, ever? Could I just not? And then just have everybody else get good at it? And then I can just be like the happy mom, happy grandma that just has a lot of fun and then everybody else can kind of clean up. So a part of me is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm probably going to figure out someday. Um, for right now, I don't really have it figured out. I kind of just figure out how to do it myself. And it just turns out that I have some pretty good, awesome people in my house that are good sports for the most part. And they just kind of follow along with what I'm doing for the most part in the day. And sometimes they don't, sometimes they do their own thing and I'm doing my own thing. And that's just kind of what we're doing right now. So it's like, I, I have no, like, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> like, I just know that that's what I do. And I'm still figuring out what, what I'm going to do moving forward. But for now, anyways, at least I can laugh about it. So that's good.